You are listening to Haunted Meat, the health, fitness, and wellness show for strange and unusual people. I am your host, Melanie Black, and today we are getting wild. We are getting primal with our fitness, like a crazy, wild animal out in the wilderness and stuff. We're going to talk to Ash Starbuck all about that. One of the things that is most important for someone's long-term fitness success is that their program has planned fluctuations in it. In the fitness realm, we call this periodization. You mean I can't just do the same thing every day for the rest of my life? No. It would be so much easier. It would be easier. But in fact, one of the things that I have found with a lot of people who've been working out for a while and have not made any progress is that they are in fact doing the same thing. Even if they sometimes feel like they're mixing it up so much, (laughs) sometimes they're actually not, right? They're mixing the same thing. So if we were baking a cake, it would be like, well, I stopped mixing sugar in there and started mixing powdered sugar in there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. So it's not true fluctuation that addresses all of the different physiological needs of the body. Okay. So give me an example of things that would be like, very different for for fluctuation like okay i've been doing the same thing for a while what is that thing and how can i mix it up so there's a number of things that you can mix up Uh, simply put when we're talking about strength training is you can mix up the exercises that you're using you can mix up the relative weight you can mix up the rest periods you can mix up the uh, amount of sets and reps that you're doing. Those are the main variables that are manipulated in a strength training program. Okay, cool. So uh, let's say I want to do like high reps for a while. High reps, endurance, that kind of thing. Um, when should I do that as opposed to like low reps, heavyweight, that kind of stuff? There's a number of, school of schools of thought on this. And there's a number of different periodization schemes, as as we call them in fitness, a number of different ways to plan this. Some of them are better than others. But one of the things that I have uh, found to be very useful is to put the, uh, the endurance, the lightweight, the high reps, at the beginning of someone's overall rotation through different intensities. So, like, I'm just getting started, Um, I haven't been maybe doing anything for a while, or I'm ready to start something new. Start with the higher reps? That's a good idea. Higher reps, lower weight to start off with, then make them heavier later on. Progressively, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's an inverse relationship between how heavy you're doing in your weights, uh, or how intense of a resistance you're using the challenge of a bodyweight exercise, for example and how many reps you'll be able to do. And at the beginning of a a program, it's very useful to do uh, lighter weight, high reps, and that's good for developing endurance energy systems, but that's also good for getting in a lot of total repetitions in a workout, which is how you build skill, which is very important to develop before you go heavy. Yeah, the first, uh, what is it, 6 to 12 weeks of somebody doing a a new thing uh, physically, those are mostly neurological connections being built. 
So we want a lot of good reps with good form so that uh, they actually develop that skill in the brain and body connection knows what the hell's going on in there. Right. So if you're just learning how to squat, for example, it's going to take you a good number of repetitions. And if you're doing that with relatively light weight, the, the risk factor is a lot better than if you were jumping right into trying to do max effort super heavy weights right. with no skill. Right. Yeah, I think that for, for anyone who's gone from total beginner to, um, to maybe doing something like a chest press where you're laying on your back with a pair of dumbbells pressing them straight over your chest, uh, you may have experienced that crazy kind of wonky, like, how, how am I not in control of my limbs right now? They feel like uh, scary spaghetti noodles, even though this weight doesn't necessarily feel that heavy. Um, and that's one of the, the super common examples I see for people just starting off. Not that even that they feel that the weight is all that heavy, but they just don't have good control over the movement yet. Likewise, with squats, I see people with their knees buckling inwards and kind of doing the Charleston little back and forth in the knees wobble on the way down, that kind of thing. Um, and those things are a good indicator that, hey, you just need to get those reps in and focus on control for a while. And you'll be surprised how fast that it all comes together for you. That's true. That's very be true. Be patient with yourself. So it is springtime, and uh, we live in Tucson, Arizona. And the thing I love about springtime in Tucson is that it just goes from uh, being... Uh, normal warm to extra warm, but with flowers <laughs> and more sun lovely. and more sunshine. We used to live in upstate New York, and uh, this time of year typically was very wet and cold. Still, it's mud season. Uh, mud season, right? Yeah, so we got a little mud season. But um, one thing that I think is pretty uh, universal for a lot of our listeners is going to be that um, the you know the position of the sun in the sky and how that affects our circadian rhythm and um, and all the little critters and plants waking up out in the world. And uh, I don't know about you, but that makes me want to do stuff. Yeah, and this ties in with kind of what we were just talking about, starting a fitness program. Spring can be thought of as the start of uh, a seasonal cycle to which we are evolutionarily adapted. And as the, the days become longer and the weather becomes warmer, we naturally tend to want to get out and do things. Yeah. So, okay. So like if I'm a mama bear, just waking up and I'm like, oh, I'm hungry because I've been hibernating all winter and I want to get some stuff. But all the stuff to eat out there is going to be like green shoots and like, you know, baby birds and stuff. So not a whole lot of uh, caloric density as it were. So um, yeah. So a lot of moving around to find and forage uh, is kind of a natural thing for a lot of it. A lot of the animal kingdom at this time of year. Birds are building nests, they're finding stuff. So there's a lot of back and forth. There's a lot of moving, a lot of shuffling, a lot of uh, hunting, gathering, and um, the foods that are available in the wild in most parts of the country are going to be very low caloric density, um, not your not your not rich, your meat and potatoes. Right, not your rich fall or late summer fruits and vegetables that are full of chock full of calories and starches. It's all going to be your little green, your little green things, your fast growing things. So right, yeah. If we're gonna 
we're going to be all primal about it because primal is a cool fitness world word. Yeah, and we talked about fit, that last the week. The fitness world, think, right? Yes. Yeah, if you can put primal in front of it, it becomes cool. Yes. Yeah. So if we're going to be all primal about it, and I want to be like in tune with nature, man, then um, probably uh, eating a lot of uh, sort of spring foods and doing a lot of volume of movement is probably the way to go. Right. Yeah. A lot of movement but not necessarily high intensity movement so getting out walking hiking biking uh in your strength training like we were just talking about doing endurance type stuff is very well suited for this time of year very well suited and it's very well suited for matching up with the type of foods that are typically available from a, a primal standpoint. Yeah, like, okay, so, you know, you go to your local market, um, you know, if you can right now. I know it's strange times we live in, the COVID-19 era, um, but typically the stuff that you're going to get fresh this time of year, if it hasn't been grown in a hothouse or whatever, if it's, uh, you know, seasonal fruits and vegetables, they're all going to be so relatively uh, fast-growing, green, sour, uh, or or bland. So in other words, not things with a whole lot of natural sugars in them. Um, if we're talking about, uh, you know, meats and that kind of stuff, uh, there's actually, uh, I'm going to forget it now, the, there's a historical documentation of something called uh, rabbit starvation. Rabbit starvation. Rabbit yeah. starvation. Yeah, where the, the spring meat, uh, which in this one particular early American colony was all um, rabbit that was available on a particular spring. Uh, they were they were eating plenty of rabbit and also having plenty of green shoots and vegetables and that kind of stuff. But their um, their activity trying to develop their colony outstripped their caloric availability. So even though they were eating plenty of food, they were working too hard for the food that they were eating and ended up getting starved to death, which is kind of morbid, but it ties into the point that I would like to make that if you are going to go on a very low-calorie diet, don't also do heavy strength training during it, please. You know, keep those reps relatively light and the and the work volume um, appropriate to your caloric restriction. Yeah, trying to max out your deadlift while also trying to minimize your energy supply is a recipe for a, a back injury and like yeah. looking, looking silly on Instagram. Not good, not good, yeah. Save that stuff for bulk in season. Right, yeah. So in wintertime, which a lot of bodybuilders will, will consider to be bulking season. That's when all the good good food is at, all the, all the holiday foods, right. all the rich caloric foods. Culturally, which is tied into, uh, you know, the holidays, which are tied into the changes in seasons and, and agriculture and everything. We have available those foods that can support that type of activity. Potatoes, winter squashes, meats that have gotten kind of fatty over the fall, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. So being that right now is springtime, and we've kind of touched on the fact that, that from a fitness programming standpoint, it's very useful to start with low intensity and high rep endurance type exercise and that that's well suited to the type of activity that typically people will do uh, during the springtime and that if we move into wintertime the foods change the time that we have available outdoors to do things changes 
um, and the, the type of activity that we'll be faced with will, will change as well. This hints at the fact that throughout the year we have different intensities of work, different durations of work, and different energy sources that are available to us naturally. And when we program our, our fitness and we start with that, um, that endurance and we consider common periodization schemes like we were talking about before, the progression from that matches the change of the season. So we start off in springtime with uh, a lot of endurance work, low intensity, uh, high repetition stuff. Maybe this is a great time to do long duration exercises for those of you who are into running or, or long weight training sessions, that kind of thing. But then as we progress, we get into more moderate intensity and moderate volume. Sun's out, guns out. Right. And Heck then yeah. ultimately we get to uh, harder workouts that are supported by more food, uh, more, more caloric density that kind of thing. And then the cycle repeats itself. So we talk a lot about periodization in fitness and planning these workouts and fluctuations in intensity and, and all of that. But the reality is, is that our bodies naturally provide us with that without having to think too much about it. If we are in tune with seasonal fluctuations, which we don't get in our modern day life a whole lot. Yeah, no, I've I've definitely known a lot of mostly guys, but some of you you uh, out there you, you know who you know who you are. You go to the gym every day. You have that routine every day that you go to the gym. It's the exact same thing. Of course, y'all have that messed up right now because of the COVID nineteen thing. But right, uh, which, which is, is a blessing in disguise. A blessing in disguise, yeah. But yeah, no, I've I remember uh, talking to people and and they're like, oh yeah, I've been doing the same exact routine for five years yeah. i've been doing the same routine for you know and and these aren't ignorant people like no, i know no, someone no, no. who has coached olympic athletes in, in a particular sport for a very long time an older gentleman who's, who's coached high level athletes but his own workout was the same the exact same exercises and weights for the past seven years yeah and and there's me silently judging thinking oh okay that's why you have that weird imbalance in your posture because <laughs> right. you know and it's yeah but you don't know what you don't know and uh and it can be really um really comfortable and secure to do something that you're familiar with especially if you've got other people watching again uh blessing in disguise if you have to work out right home, at home right now this is the best time to try some new things. Try some things that you're not already well practiced in, that you don't, you know, you even things that you might look silly doing. There are some amazing exercises that look like nothing. They look so easy or so dumb, but they are hard and they're so good for you. There's a lot of that uh, out there that I think people... Um, really just haven't tried if they've been in a traditional gym environment where they feel like there's eyes on them and they have to keep up appearances. So number one, getting out of that environment, breaking up your routine, doing something different. Yeah. And that's also springtime vibes, spring and summertime vibes is doing new, new explorative kind of things. Yeah, absolutely. So time to, time to do some new things. Okay, so I know what you're thinking, dear listener. You're like, all right, 
I get it. This is a perfect time for me to start new things, for me to get into a new routine, for me to be super cool and try different things that I've never tried before. But what do I do? How do I even find those things? And where can I get some help from that? So you're in luck if you're listening. There's a couple different ways you can get help. If you're the kind of person who loves uh, classes and a lot of hands-on guidance from certified personal trainers, then you're going to want to go to thenerdgym.com slash join. That's the Nerd Gym. That, we do a lot of online personal training, uh, live group classes, that kind of thing. So we'll, we'll talk you through every step of the way. But if you're the kind of person who wants to uh, to hit their own routine, but mix it up in a, in a fresh, exciting way that's really gonna push them to the next level, uh, I recommend Ash's programs. Ash, can you speak on where they can find your program? So you can get a free two week body weight program to get started, which harmonizes very well with what we've just talked about uh, at starbuckfitness.com slash home dash workouts. You'll be able to get two uh, weeks of free workouts there, and you will also be instructed on how you can get help with doing those workouts on your own schedule, in the convenience of your own home, uh, from me in those workouts. Nice. So yeah, it, we're both giving away free stuff here, guys. Like, there's no reason to not take action on this. If, if like I said, if you want somebody guiding you through every single step of the way um, online with Zoom calls and uh, personal training and uh, group classes, then you want to go to thenerdgym.com/join. Get 10 days totally free of the Nerd Gym program. Check it out. Otherwise. Do it on your own time, on your own schedule, in your own place, but get help when you need it by going to starbuckfitness.com slash home dash workouts. Awesome. So two great programs. You cannot go wrong. Uh, just just try it out, man. Just this is this is the time. This is the this is the springtime. Get your primal fitness on. Primal. <laughs> primal. Yeah. Make it primal. I hate that word. <laughs> I <think we> <laughs> There's so much that I that I teach that's kind of in line with a lot of those it principles, is. and yet I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's this is a topic for another time, <laughs> but it is the transhumanist in me that hates the primal in me. I hate it. <laughs> I have these conflicts. Okay. I have two wolves inside of me, and one of them's a robot. And they're both primal. And they're both. Primal. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you soon, or you'll hear us soon. One of the two. Hopefully I'll see you soon. Sign up for a Zoom call with me, people. Come on. Just do it. Nerd Gym. Where? You just mentioned yeah. Zoom call for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah. That's well that's how we do the that's how we do the thing at the Nerd Gym. Oh. We do everything through conferencing call. Ah. So they can do it at home. So they don't spread disease to the world. That's primal. That's primal. <laughs> Alright, y'all. We told you where to go. See you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>